and welcome back to another episode of the Argus Podcast. Today, we are joined by the star of The Undateables, Lily Taylor. Lily won the hearts of the nation after meeting Daniel Wakeford on the Channel 4 series and went on to feature in a number of episodes. In the episode, Lily will be joined by her mum, Karen, for some help and guidance. So, without further ado, here we go. Thank you both for joining us on the podcast. It's lovely to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Lily, the nation got used to seeing you on the telly over the years, but what have you been up to since then? My life has changed a lot. Quite dramatically, would you say? Yes. yes. Because through the undateables, Lily and Daniel obviously got engaged and they set up like home together in the place where Lily lives. And Daniel's parents, Barry and Carol Waitford, they set up an amazing house. Brighton Vision House. Brighton Vision House in Brighton. And it's a supported living house for young adults with uh, with special needs. And you've made lots of friends. Yeah. Matthew, Dom, Laura and Bethan. And Daniel. And Daniel. Because Lily and Daniel are still very good friends. We all love Daniel because Daniel's so lovable. Daniel is very nice and lovable. I'm, st- I'm still made good friends with him. And um, Brighton Vision House, each one of the young people that live there all have their own ensuite bathrooms and their own rooms. And there's a sort of communal lounge where they do all their fun things. And it is quite an amazing, it's probably one of the happiest places you could ever visit. The young adults are supported 24 hours a day, seven days a week, according to what their individual needs are. And it's a beautiful home. What was life like before Brighton Vision? Quite lonely before. Quite lonely. So that's life is far from lonely now. That's for sure, isn't it, Mm. Lily? She has an amazing life and we feel very, very blessed. And Barry and Carol do an enormous amount of work quietly that no, they're very much unsung heroes in Brighton for young adults with special needs. They are amazing. And the whole family has been blessed by meeting Daniel and by meeting the Wakefords. They're amazing. So does Daniel live there as well? Yes. Going back to the start, you grew up in Sussex, is that right? We've always lived in Stenning and Lily went to a special needs school. Her first school was Newark House, that was in Burgess Hill. And then where did you go when you were 11? A school called Oak Grove College in Worthing. And we have, in our family, we've got... How many have you got? Two sisters called Poppy and Daisy. And who lives across the road? Granny. Literally, you can get to Granny's house in approximately 30 seconds flat. That's lovely. I was going to ask about your two sisters as well. I was just going to ask, what were your favourite things to do with them growing up? They were both at brownies. And you, you're you still a brownie? I'm still at first inning brownies. Lily's a young leader, sort of a young helper, but she's been going to the same brownie pack since she was seven. You love helping out. I love helping out. And you and you loved it when your sisters were there. Yeah. That was a nice thing that they were able to do together. But they're very close in age. So they and a little bit younger than Lily. So Lily sometimes did have a lonely times and um and, and her life has changed post undateables. You, you touched on it there a little bit, but would you mind sort of taking me through how growing up with a learning disability 
was and kind of what challenges that creates? Well, basically, it's very, very hard. And as a parent, you're very isolated. Nothing is given to you easily. They have to fight for everything. And sadly, you do, because it's all driven by budgets. If you're on a mission like we were, then you will fight to get whatever your child needs. Both of Lily's schools were superb. I can't fault them whatsoever. But unfortunately, Stenning is a little bit no man's land when it comes to activities, places to go, to for Lily to feel that she's not just the sort of odd one out, that she's with people that are like-minded. It was a struggle. Uh, the early years and um, teenage years, you know, we, we had to find things that we could do together as a family. So we've always enjoyed sort of going out to things like National Trust houses, visiting them a lot. We definitely had our money's worth from the National Trust, bless them. And, and cinema and shopping trips with her sisters. We, we, we were very good at a Churchill Square shop. We're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so we've always tried to include Lily, and uh, and we do because she's our girl, in everything that we do, so that you strike a balance between your special world of special schools and then the, 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 the wider world. So it wasn't easy. It got to the stage where if you... You know, you used to be able to do Google search. Um, you can search your house on Google Maps. If you searched Google Maps, you'd see a little shadow in the window. And that was Lily. And Lily was always stood at her bedroom window looking out into the world and just kind of waiting for life to happen. It got kind of steadily harder and harder. And I had had a knee operation and I got that pile of paperwork that everybody has in the kitchen and thought, I will go through this because I must put my knee up. And there on the pile was a note to self. What about the undateables? So I rang them and I was left a little message about Lily and her life. And because Lily really wanted a boyfriend and the information was, was, you know, demand to be on the show is very high. We'll probably, you know, be several months before you get contacted. 30 minutes later, telephone rings and it's the chap from the Undateables. And they were amazing right from the word go. You know, you do sometimes hear bad things about programs where they take unknown people and all of a sudden they make them center of attention in, in 15 minutes of fame. But Lily and Daniel have always been treated like, prince and princess they every whim every, literally they look after and they they don't just throw them at it they had um proper counseling with a, a proper psychologist before they go on the show to check that lily really knew what she was letting herself in for and the questions that she was asked were so appropriate and very clever um so they knew exactly what lily was going to understand about her experience and you loved it didn't you yeah she has loved all of it she likes being famous <laughs> On the show, they sort of introduced you as a student. I was just wondering, did you study anything in particular or was it sort of general? And if so, what did you enjoy studying? I was at Chichester College. It was, it's all round adult development. So not, not one specific subject, just life skills, learning life skills for your future. Lily's brilliant at independent travel, but it was a risk. She had to be taught the route. And there's, there is a special people that can help with that so that she could access travelling on buses and trains safely to the college. That's a long way from Stenning, so very proud of her. She did really well. And just sort of overall, how was the experience of being on the Undateables? I loved it. It was wonderful, wasn't it? It was wonderful. And it did introduce Lily to Daniel and Daniel to Lily. And Lily and Daniel are really good friends and they care for each other still very much. But lockdown was really hard. 
and Lily had just moved into um, Brighton Vision House, it was sort of mutually between the two of them that after a while, they had three wonderful years together and it sort of came to a sort of natural conclusion that they wouldn't get married. But I have got six bridesmaids dresses going spare if anybody needs them and lots of hats and about three dresses, depending on what size I was going to end up eventually (laughs) for the wedding. So I think there was lots of very disappointed parents involved. We're still very, very good friends with Barry and Carol. They're great friends and um, I'll say unsung heroes. I keep saying I need to uh, put them forward for the Pride of Britain kind of awards and uh, they certainly do deserve it. They do amazing things. And if you don't mind me asking, the engagement itself was on the iconic Brighton bandstand and it was quite a special moment, I assume, for, for you, even looking back now. I was really happy. We were watching from a distance because we weren't allowed to be near and we'd watched them create 5,000 fairy lights. We'd had to lie to Lily all day because she had no idea. She really had no idea. I didn't not have a clue what Daniel was doing. No. And Daddy said that maybe he was going to write a new song for you, didn't didn't yeah. he? So we had to keep her busy in Brighton because we were all being filmed. It got to the time when Daniel said, meet me at, was it 5.30? 5 o'clock. Then we get messages from the team, the undateables team, that it's not dark enough. It's not dark enough. You've got to stall. You've got to stall her. She can't arrive yet. And Lily's getting really anxious saying, but he said be there at five o'clock. So she's getting all worried. And uh, we were sort of saying, oh, we'll just have one more drink in this really nice little place on the seafront. And eventually we got the go ahead that she could do the walk. Well, we were waiting with the Wakeford family and we had granny and all everybody and the sisters. It was so thrilling. It's as thrilling to be there as the way that it was when everybody saw it. It was a joy. And when Daniel says, oh, here she comes. And then that's my little girl, like walking towards him. And when she did that scream, when they, they, you know, she walked on and he, he proposed, went down on one knee. It was so loud. We could, it was the freezing cold, windiest day right on Brighton Beach. It was so loud. And the whole entire group watching, we were just in floods of tears because it was a dream come true. It really was a dream come true. And if we could make it all work, then, you know, we would. And I think everybody would love to see Lily and Daniel get married, but at the moment it's not it's not going to be for now but like I say they still share this incredible home uh with their friends and they are very much uh good pals together but it was thrilling and she was genuinely I've never seen when I went to hug her on the bandstand she was trembling from head to foot with absolute joy where it was it was joyous it was absolutely amazing because you never think that's going to happen you never think that they would be married and just not quite the right ending but (laughs) it was still a great experience and we wouldn't change any of it would we no moving on to your life now I was going to ask have you found love since I don't know you talk about living with Daniel is there a chance that that could happen in the future or you have you found love since just got lots of friends haven't you lots of friends we haven't sort of uh, progressed particularly but would you ever go on the show like the Undateables again? Maybe. Never say no. <laughs> Just if you were to, if you were looking for a, for a partner, is there any kind of like type of people, what sort of people you'd like to meet? Quite independent. Yeah, quite independent people. Perhaps people that can get themselves out and about without too much help, perhaps. I you? love Daniel being a rock star. You mentioned you quite like the uh, the fame that you've got since being on the show. Would you consider any other TV work if it came your way? Yes. 
is there anything i heard you're um you're quite good at cooking was is that something that you i don't know whether there's any cooking shows out there that are looking for people but is that something that you like to do yes just like being in the kitchen very much so and there's good brilliant things going on in brighton tell tell christian about um team dominica team dominica is a cafe for special needs they train me and give you lots of experience lots of experiences working in loads of different areas it's a it's an amazing uh, scheme set up for folk like Lily to go and be part of the the real world and experience work basically, but it's done in a really proper controlled, uh, assisted way. It's 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 amazing. Tell Christian what do you do when you go to Camp Town? I do. I make I roast coffee. They make their own Team Dominica coffee roast, and you can buy the uh, packets of the beans and written on the back is Lily's name because she would have helped to make that batch so you gave some of that to yeah. daddy for Christmas and it was so exciting to open your daughter's roasted coffee I was going to ask what sort of hobbies you enjoy doing is that is that up there with the best yes yes and there's lots of things that you like doing going back to Barry and Carol they run they run Heart Venture Heart Venture um, Heart Venture was supposed to be speed dating Carol Wakeford set it up so that young people, young adults with, with special needs could meet each other and hopefully find a, a date. But unfortunately, she got a lot more young men than she did young women. But she didn't give up on Heart Venture. They put on events for young adults with learning difficulties that are in ordinary settings. So once a month, they have uh, a disco and karaoke at the Neville Pub in Hove. And everybody joins in and everybody mucks in together, abled and less abled. And it's just a big party. And it's lovely, isn't it? You have a great time. And also Heart Venture will put on Valentine balls. Obviously, everything had to stop during lockdown. But all the normal things that you would like to do are done in a safe and organised environment. Uh, And it's to be, again, another thing that uh, that they do that's to be hugely applauded. Now tell Christian, what do you do on Monday? I go to Rockets. And what's Rockets? Uh, art group. Loads of different art. Do you do sometimes, do you make things? Uh, co- collages. Collages. And like um, getting the paints out. So that's another amazing thing that we uh, that we found. But again, all of this cracks off in Brighton. So, you know, Lily's now very lucky to be living where she does. So she's got easy access with bu- good, good buses and everything. So she can get herself to to the things that she likes to do. And this year, there's some new things that you've discovered. Through through Team Dominica, we've been sent more information about social things in the evenings. So one of them you're going to tonight, what are you going again tonight? Powerful dance. Powerful dance. And it's just about an hour and a half? Yeah. Um, can you remember the name of your teacher? Natasha. And it's uh, inclusive. It's for abled and less abled people to get together and... Uh, and do different types of dance together. So that's new this year. And another new thing is a drama group. But I don't know very much about that. But again, it's inclusive for uh, for everybody. So a very busy life that for the little girl, well, the young lady that used to stare out of the window looking for the world to come and open up because of the things that Lily's tried and been game on for, she's got an amazing life now. I can't believe that it really all happens. Karen, just from your point of view, what was it like to see Lily on TV? 
Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was so exciting. Everybody loves that little bit. You know, I was so proud of her. She's a beautiful girl. And, you know, we love, love Daniel. We will always love Daniel. And they were just so lovely together. And it really was heartwarming, wasn't it? What you see was real. You can't, you can't set them up to say the things they say and uh, it just brought such joy just joy and and just absolute happiness for Lily it's not about me it's not about her dad it, it really was all about Lily and it did open up um, an amazing world for her and Daniel really is very famous he does touring around goes and plays at gigs at universities and all that kind of stuff and Lily became a little you know must have been so nice for her to be a bit like groupy <laughs> you know it gave her a whole new uh, angle on life and she experienced amazing things and anything you know for any of my girls that's uh, that's all you can hope for is wonderful experiences now for the final part of each episode we ask every guest their favorite things places shops etc in Sussex in a segment we call five of the best so is it all right if I take you through that yeah sure great the first question is if you're going for a coffee and a cake with a friend from out of town where would you take them in Sussex perch and Lansing and why is that it's got that amazing view. Amazing view. It's right on. Have you been? I haven't, no. Oh, you have to. Everybody should go to the Perch and Lansing because it encapsulates everything that Brighton has. Brighton and the whole seafront, you know, where it merges into Worthing. Um, it's just amazing. It's just a sheer glass front that opens up and you're literally on the beach. The pebbles are there and it, it's heaving. So it's just got a it's always busy no matter what the weather and you can just see the kite surfers people with their dogs it's dog friendly they make fantastic coffee they serve delicious cakes and they serve amazing food all around it's great it's one of our favorites isn't it yeah yeah that's for sure what's the best shop in Sussex in your opinion well there's a shop that we all love and it's niche um it's called Aquilia and we've all since it's been opened had so many beautiful pieces of jewelry from it it's that little cut through that goes towards the lanes and she's a a young a young girl who set it up and she has all the jewelry made in India so and it's also it's very ethical and it's affordable and she does silver and gold and in fact Lily's wearing some now she's got the earrings and this necklace here and you can have it personalized you can have a name engraved or whatever on the back but that's a really lovely shop that's new-ish to Brighton and I recommend for all all girls and all boys want to make their girls happy to go and visit Aquilia. (laughs) Whether it be for a concert or comedy or theatre, have you got a favourite venue around? What what is your best thing to go and see on stage? Come to mind. She must have seen thousands. (laughs) She absolutely loves them and did you did you see when Lily was on stage with Daniel at Big Pantomime? That was amazing. It was fantastic. With regards to pantomimes for say this year, where did you go twice? Roving Bethlehem to see Poutine and Beast. And where did the brownies go for their pantomime with you? The rope cattle in Sean by Sea. Great. If you're looking to escape the city, what's your favourite outdoors place to visit? Standon House. East Grinstead. It's a National Trust house and gardens. It's amazing it's beautiful it's um an arts and crafts home um that was designed and built uh for the Beale family and inside the decor is by William Morris so there's original William Morris wallpaper the architect's name escapes me but he was a very famous arts and crafts architect and he worked uh, closely with William Morris and the house is small enough 
and real enough, if you like, to imagine the Beale family really living there. Um, and it has a lovely National Trust shop and restaurant, you know, lovely cakes and scones and things. We've been so many times. You can take your own picnic as well if you didn't, you know. It's just a beautiful place and it's not too far away. And it's just like taking a step back in time. Can't recommend it more highly. Stand in house. And lastly, whether it's for a drink or a sit-down meal, what's the best pub, bar, restaurant in Sussex? Another pub. The Neville in Hove. That's Lily's favourite place to go for the Heart Venture night. And they have lovely pizza and a good old sing. And lastly, just looking ahead, we always ask guests what people can expect from them in the future. Have you got anything plans or anything coming up that you'd like people to know? Well, I expect you'd like a nice holiday. Yeah. And you do love a cruise. Yeah. So Lily and Daniel went on a cruise together. So watch this space. Who knows? Well, that's everything. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. And thank you for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Christian. Thank you. Thank you to both Lily and Karen for being on the show. Be sure to keep an eye out for our next episode and feel free to take a listen to some previous episodes too. But until then, if you know somebody from Sussex who you think has an interesting story to tell, whether it be a local business owner, an influencer or anybody else, then let us know. You can tweet us your guest suggestions at Brighton Argus on Twitter or directly to me at Chris underscore Fuller 11 and use the hashtag the Argus podcast. Or you can email or send us a message on Facebook. And make sure to stay up to date with all the latest news from around Sussex on our website, theargus.co.uk. Until next time.